once again, welcome to North Place Church and welcome to our new building. Isn't God good? Amen. Uh, I don't think you believe it yet. Isn't God good? He is good. He is good. And if you know our story, you know uh, that this church, North Place Church, uh, we're just a baby three-year-old church plant, and yet God has provided it in such an incredible way for us. And today is a day that we celebrate his provision. Today is a day that we celebrate a God who is more than able. When it seems impossible to us, he makes a way. You know, as we were uh, in our process and we celebrated our second birthday at 10 Meridian Drive, we knew we were coming to a place where we only had about a year left on the lease of the building that we were in. And uh, we didn't know what was gonna happen after that. We didn't know where we were gonna go, uh, but we knew God had called us to the city and uh, we knew that God was establishing a community of believers. Uh, and we, had, we, we, were just, we were just saying, Lord, we need you to provide. We need you uh, to do a miracle. And he certainly has during that next year, right after our second birthday, we went into uh, just a couple of weeks, we went into lockdown because of, uh, because of COVID. And uh, I remember that season quite well. I'm sure all of us do. Uh, we thought we were gonna have a three week holiday. We like three weeks holidays here in South Africa, right? So the president came on uh, and he said, my, my fellow, my dear South Africans, my fellow South Africans. And we thought, all right, this is a, a three week vacation and three weeks turned into months, right? And uh, lockdown uh, just went on and on and on. And, and we, we didn't know, we had no idea, Lord, what are you gonna do? How are you going to do it? And yet during all of that time, God was still working. We stayed together as a community of believers online and, uh, and God continued to minister to us and he continued to minister through us. And as we went through that year, we thought, you know, God, I'm not really sure how we're gonna get from here to where it is that you've called us to be. And yet during that time, God knew exactly where he wanted us to be and he knew exactly what he was going to provide for us. And as we entered this new year and we started looking toward our third birthday and, and we're still under all these COVID restrictions and all of these things, we still, we still had no idea where we were gonna go or what we were gonna do. And right after the first of the year, uh, we found out about this building. And, and uh, when we found out about it, we said, wow, that's amazing, uh, but, but how, do we, how do we buy that building? And God came through and he did a miracle for us and provided the resources through our ministry partners so that we could purchase this building and so that it could become the permanent home of North Place Church. And we're so excited about what God has done and we're so excited about the days ahead as this building goes through a transformation to become what God intends it to be for this city. It's an incredible day and North Place has an incredible story. During this story that God has been writing through us and about us, there have been, there have been certain phrases or certain things that, that have just been, if you will, like catchphrases or phrases that have become important to us, like forgotten people from forgotten places. That's been a phrase that all the way from the beginning that has been in our heart and is in the heart of North Place Church. That, that little phrase, forgotten people from forgotten places, is 
is really demonstrates the heart of North Place Church because it demonstrates the heart of God. That we are a church who cares about, who seeks and wants to serve forgotten people from forgotten places because God is a God who seeks and saves and ministers to forgotten people from forgotten places. And so since before our beginning, we've been serving and ministering to forgotten people from forgotten places. We've been investing in missions and compassion ministry. Even before we were a church, even before we started meeting, we were giving to missions and, and, and being involved in compassion ministry in our city because that's our heart and that's who God has called us to be. Other things that I think about when I think about North Place Church is I, I think about the phrase, North Place is a disciple-making community. We know who we are. We know what our business is. We know what God has called us to do. He's called us to be a disciple-making community. The church was never in, intended to be a social club. It was intended to be a gathering place where disciples are made. Wasn't that Jesus' command to us? Jesus' command was go and make disciples, right? So we're really serious at North Place Church about making disciples. When we gather on the weekends, everything that we do, everything that we do is designed so that we become and so that we create disciples. That's why everyone who's a part of this church participates in what we call a daily 20, right? We all know about a daily 20. In a daily 20, we all, everyone who's a part of North Place have committed that at least five minutes every day, at a minimum, at a starting point, five minutes every day I'm going to pray. Five minutes, at least five minutes every day I'm going to spend in God's word. At least five minutes every day I'm going to worship. And at least five minutes every day I'm going to spend time listening to God as he speaks to me. We all practice that here at North Place Church because it's through that process process that we learn to follow Jesus, it's through that process that we really become disciples. So as we started dreaming about a facility that we would own, we, we started dreaming about a facility where it would accomplish what we talked about, that, that, that we could be a, a facility where we could minister to forgotten people, that it could be a facility that would be designed for disciple-making and leader development because that's who God has called us to be. As I think about North Place Church, I, I think about the fact that God has called us to be audacious people, right? And he's called us to be people who pray audacious prayers. A, over a year ago, when we were right around our second birthday, the Lord spoke that word to us about being audacious. Pastor Jezra, when she was leading us in worship, she said that God had spoken to her and said to us as a people that we should start praying audacious prayers right before we went into lockdown. And, and I, remember, I remember that Sunday when she said that to us. It was so exciting, and we thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be a great year, an amazing year. We're going to pray audacious prayers. And then, boom, right after that, we went into lockdown. Little did we know that God was preparing us to pray prayers of faith and to live an audacious faith life even while we were in lockdown because he was about to do an incredible miracle for us. During that year of lockdown, I know that I certainly had a hard time praying audacious prayers, but God kept reminding us, be audacious people, pray audacious prayers, dream audacious dreams for the sake of the kingdom of God. And certainly God has come through, and certainly God has provided. 
Well, today is a day that I, I think the Lord is, is also giving us another phrase, another milestone word, if you will, that'll mark who we are as North Place Church. You know, as we prayed audacious prayers, God in his power answered. You know, there's a passage in the Bible that's in very, very popular, a particular verse that you see people quote a lot. It's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. As I say it, a lot of you, kind of your light bulbs are going off. I see them dinging over your head because most of you know that verse of Scripture. Or if, even if you don't know it by the number, Jeremiah 29, 11, when I read it, you'll know it because you've heard it before. It says this. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I know, I remember during lockdown, seeing a lot of people uh, on social media posting that verse of scripture. Every, people love that verse of scripture. They love that promise. Why? Because when things are difficult and things are hard and when things are challenging, we love to claim that promise that we serve a God who knows us and that has promises that he's made to us and that he's gonna be faithful to fulfill those promises in our life. He's gonna make dreams come true and he's going to give us a hope and a future. Well, as you read Jeremiah 29, 11, there's some things that we need to understand about that, that particular passage of Scripture. We've learned here at North Place that we don't just take verses of Scripture out of context and just make them mean whatever we want them to mean, that every verse of Scripture comes in context, and in that context, we really learn the greater understanding of what that Scripture is all about. Jeremiah 29, 11 actually has a lot to say to us as a spiritual community. It's not an isolated promise that we can just apply to any situation in our life. In fact, it's a very specific promise to a specific people who were in a specific situation and this promise that God made to them that he was going to bless them came connected to another promise and a command that he was making over their lives. As you read Jeremiah chapter 29, you're gonna know that God was speaking to his people who were living in a city that was not the city that they wanted to be in. In fact, it was written to a group of people who were specifically called exiles. There were people who had been taken from Jerusalem and they had been exiled into Babylon. And even while they were in Babylon, God was saying to them, you are my people, I have a plan for you and I'm going to bless you. And in this blessing, God is saying to them in Jeremiah chapter 29, while you're in this city, while you are foreigners in this land, I want you to be a people who are not living in opposition to the city that you're in. I want you to be people who are living for the city. I want you to be people who are living your lives and living out your lives in a way that will be a blessing for the city. I believe the word that the Lord has for us as North Place Church as we enter into this new season is that he has called us to be, a, as a church, to be a people who are for the city. Well, we all know that we're here today and we're in this beautiful facility. And it's a facility that the Lord has given us, but he hasn't given it to us just so that it could be a blessing to us. He's given this facility to us so that it can be a blessing to our city. I want you to understand that 
we as North Place Church have, have, have been able to, to take possession of this, bu- of this building through our relationship with our ministry partners called Urban Tribes. Urban Tribes is a church planning movement uh, that's at work around the continent of Africa that is designed to plant churches in the gateway cities, the major cities of Africa, to plant spiritual communities that will be a blessing to the city, that will be for the city that God has called them to. We are taking possession of this building today, not so that it can be a place that we huddle together and hide from all the things that go on in this life, but instead that we can use this facility as an instrument of God's blessing over the city of Durban. I wanna share with you a vision or the dream that God has given us for the facility, for this building. On the screen, you're going to see some pictures, and some of these pictures are out in the hallway, so you can take a better look at them later um, after service is over if you like. But as we partner with Urban Tribes, God has given us a dream for this building. He's given us a picture of what this building should look like, that it should be a building that uh, will be a blessing to the city. But you can see from the pictures uh, that it's a facility that is designed to gather people one of the first words that God gave North Place Church was the word gather. In fact, when God spoke to Desert and I and called us to the city of Durban to plant a church, he put that word in our heart, gather. And from the earliest days, from a little Bible study in our house, uh, we, had, uh, we had that word gather up on the wall. And we as a little group of people there at our house, we would talk about how God was gathering us together for his sake and for his glory. And so one of the first things that I want you to understand is that the vision for this building is that it be designed in such a way that that everything about it will be designed in such a way that it becomes a gathering place for the city, that it becomes a beacon to the city so that people will be drawn to this place. We want to design everything about this, this building to be warm and welcoming so people know that they can come here. As I take you through a set of pictures this morning, I'm going to show you some things about how the building is going to be designed. Uh, The ground level of this building will be laid out in a way that will meet the needs of North Place Church. You can see the hall that we're setting in. Um, That'll be the first phase of our Uh, That'll be a first phase of the remodel that's going to happen. This room right here will be remodeled in such a way that will meet our needs as a a community. We'll we'll treat the walls acoustically. We'll put carpet on the ground, put acoustical treatment on the ceiling. Do all the things that we need to do permanently. Install the sound gear so we don't have to move it around all the time and it doesn't have to be tweaked all the time. We'll be doing all of those things to make this this facility work out well for us. You can see that we'll have an area over here that's designed to be secure for our children. That'll be perfectly designed so that our children can receive ministry. Man, don't we have incredible children's ministry at North Place Church? Absolutely. If you have children, you know they come away from here every week with papers in hand, with a word in their heart. They come away with something that the Lord has said to them and spoken over them. We have an incredible children's ministry team. And so we want to remodel this facility so that we have top rate, uh, top excellent, excellent, excellent children's ministry facilities that can be used uh, to serve 
our kids, but also serve our youth ministry, our young adults. We want the facility to be uh, in such a way, but that not just during Sunday that those gathering places can be used, but also during the week that the city knows that this facility is available to them, that companies and organizations will know that this is a place that they are gathered. We're not gonna lock the door Monday through, sun, through Saturday and say to the, store, to the city, keep out, this is ours. Instead, we're gonna open the doors and we're gonna invite the city to come use these facilities that have been designed for them. Now you probably noticed a major change in the middle area of the building. You can see it right there in the middle. We're going to create in the middle area of the building, the area where you entered, um, a coffee shop and an area for people to gather. My real dream, you can see it over in the corner, is a brick oven pizza maker. That's what I really want. I don't know if it's in the budget yet, but I said put it in the picture anyways, because it's in my heart. Yes. We want to design the center of the building to be a gathering place, to be a place that when you need to have coffee with someone, you know, Jesus said go and make disciples, right? That means that every one of us in this room have been called to make disciples. But a lot of us are from all over the city. We're from different places in the city. Where do we want to go? Where do we go when we want to sit down with someone and do some disciple making? Where are we going to go when we want to sit down with someone and have coffee or sit down with someone and have a conversation? Well, we want to create a space in the middle of this building that's open to you, to us as North Place, to us as followers of Jesus, that we can have those Christ-honoring growth conversations where we can gather, where we can come, or after service on Sunday, we can go and have coffee and we can smell the brick oven pizza, make it, man, I would love, I would love nothing more to be able to walk out of service and just go have a pizza right after service. I would love during the week, the people who work in the buildings around this area to know that this is a place, here, there, see, there's something about us as God's people. You gotta understand this. We're image bearers but we're also, we're also presence carriers. We're image barrier, bearers, but we're also presence carriers. Where we are, we carry the presence of God. And see, Jeremiah chapter 29, 11 is a promise. It's a promise to God's image bearers, but also his presence carriers. And what Jeremiah 29 is really all about is God saying to his people, even though you're in Babylon, you keep being Jerusalem while you're in Babylon. You keep carrying the presence of God with you wherever you find yourself. What we know about this place and this building is that it's a place where God's presence is. And so we wanna create a gathering place where people can come in the door and just sense and feel the presence of God. Floor one uh, will also be a special place in this building. The second floor, floor one, um, is going to be utilized as what's called uh, as an area that's called like a, a, a group share workspace. You'll probably notice these types of areas are coming up er, all, lots of places around the city. And we felt like that would be the greatest use of utilizing this space to serve the city. You'll see that 
the, the area is arranged in such a way like a co-working space, a collaboration space, a space where business people and entrepreneurs and groups and organizations can gather and work together. We believe that as God's people, he's called us to be gatherers. And in that gathering, we can create spaces where people can collaborate. And in the presence of God, he can release his glory and his resources on behalf of the city. And so the whole first floor of the building is going to be designed as a co-working space so that people can come and they can gather. We'll utilize that space as an income generating space, not so that we can just get money for ourselves, but so that we can take that, gen that income and so that we can bless the city, we can serve the city, we can fund the ministries that God has called us to in the city, we can fund church planting around the continent of Africa. As we utilize that space, we believe that it's gonna create an intersection between all kinds of people and this church. We believe that that space is gonna create an intersection between ideas and concepts and creativity and us as the body of Christ in this city. This building is not gonna be called North Place Church. This building, we are North Place Church. Let me say that again. This building isn't gonna be called North Place Church because we are North Place Church. When we were at 10 Meridian Drive, we are North Place Church. When we were at the Sharks Board, come on, any Sharks Board people in the house? There you are. We were North Place Church. I remember people coming in, they could smell the dead fish. Who do these people think they are? What are they doing? No, no, we are North Place Church. When we were in our living room of our house, before we ever got to the Sharks Board, we are North Place Church. This building is going to be called North Place Center. And the reason we're going to call it North Place Center is because it's a gathering place that North Place Church is going to intersect with our city. It's a place where we're going to gather our city to ourselves because God has called us to be a people who are for the city. Very, very quickly, I want to read to you the context of Jeremiah chapter 29. 29, 11. The context of it is Jeremiah chapter 29. Let me read verses 4 through 8 to you. It says this. This is what the Lord Almighty says. The God of Israel says to all those I carried away into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and, and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, get this, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Get that. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have called you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. In other words, what Jeremiah was saying to the exiles were, you go be for the city. You be Jerusalem in Babylon. I've called you to be for the city. Don't go run and hide, but you are image bearers and presence carriers. Where you are, you take the presence of 
of God with you, you go establish yourself. You go build your homes. You interact with the economy. You go live your lives as godly families. And you demonstrate the family of God to the city. You go demonstrate healthy spirituality. Jeremiah was writing to them. And he said, don't listen to false prophets. Don't fall into their twisted spirituality. But instead, live out the presence of God. Be for the city. God said to his people, as you bless the city, you are going to be blessed. You can't claim Jeremiah 29, 11 if you don't understand Jeremiah 29, 7, that God has called us to be image bearers and he's called us to be people who are carrying his presence where we are in the city that we are and releasing the presence of God in the city through our work in the economy. He said, plant, build houses, prosper. He said, build families, demonstrate my presence in your families. And he said, worship me with true and authentic worship. See, the word for us and the reason God has given us this building is so that it might be a place that we gather people and we demonstrate to them how the presence of God works itself out in our lives. That it'll be a place when business people are upstairs making deals, that it'll be a place that is the presence of God so they can learn the principles of God's economy and how God's economy works. How God's economy works in spite of our brokenness. That it can be a place that we can sit around coffee and we can have encouraging conversations with mother who are saying, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to raise my child. I don't know what's going on with our family. We can sit around coffee and we can say, well, let me tell you. In Babylon, let me tell you what it means to be a citizen of Jerusalem. Let me tell you what it means to live out the presence and image of God in your family. And it can be a place where you keep reading Jeremiah 29. God said to his people, listen, don't, don't listen to false prophets. Don't get mixed up spirituality. Learn how to worship me in spirit and in truth. It can be a place that when people gather, they can come and they can hear the truth of God's word. That's what God has called us to do. That's who God has called us to be. And if we're going to claim Jeremiah 29, 11, then we've got to be people of Jeremiah 29, 7 who are for the city. That means we must be generous. We must be generous with our resources. It, must, it, it means that we must not lock the gate Monday through Saturday and only use it on Sunday. It means that we must open this place and we must say to the city, we are here to bless you and we're going to demonstrate to you how God's economy works, how God's family works, and how God's presence works to make us his people. I'm going to ask you to stand with me at this time. We're going to pray a prayer of dedication right now of this facility to the Lord. You may say, Pastor, why don't we just build a normal church building? Well, we're not a normal church. We're not a normal church. 
We're a church who understands that if we're going to be people of his blessing, Jeremiah 29, 11, then we're going to be people who posture and position ourselves to serve and bless our city. We're going to bear his image, but we're also going to carry his presence into the city. We're going to invite the city to come, and we're going to demonstrate and model the economy of God, the family of God, and healthy spirituality to our city. So I want us right now to pray a prayer of dedication and commitment. It's gonna cost us. We're gonna be uncomfortable. We're gonna be uncomfortable. There's gonna be construction. We're gonna have to move around. We're gonna have to shift. We're gonna set things up and tear things down for a little while. We're gonna have to give. Some of us, the Lord is gonna speak to us and he's gonna call us to give to this project. There's some of you right now, God has resources in your pocket and he's saying to you, he's speaking to you, give towards this project. Give towards building a facility that'll serve the city. Some of us, God's gonna call us to give. Some of us, God's gonna call us to work. He's gonna say, put your hand, put yourself to work. Make this facility what I've called it to be. It's gonna cost us. It's gonna be inconvenient as time because it's a lot more convenient Monday through Saturday to lock the door and everything to be perfectly set up the way we want it for Sunday. It's gonna cost us. But we're gonna pray a prayer of dedication and we're gonna pray a prayer of commitment that we're gonna be Jeremiah 29, 11 and Jeremiah 29, seven people. We're gonna posture and position ourselves and this facility to serve the city. Will you pray with me, Father? We thank you. We return to give you praise this morning. But Lord, what we realize is that this, this building isn't ours, it's yours. It's yours. So Lord, we're not gonna be selfish with it but we're gonna be good stewards of it. And being good stewards of it means that we don't waste the space. Being good stewards of it means that we don't go dig a hole and bury it in the ground. Being good stewards of it means that we maximize every square inch of this facility for your purpose, for your glory, to demonstrate your power. God, this great concept that goes throughout scripture that we are your people as foreigners in a strange land, that this epic war between Babylon and Jerusalem that we see throughout all of scripture over and over again, culminating at the end in Genesis, I mean, Revelation 22. Lord, you're, you are a people who, you, you've got a people who you're calling to bear your image and share your presence wherever they are. So Lord, right now we dedicate this facility for this purpose, that it would be a place that bears your image and shares your glory, shares your presence. Father, we commit ourselves to whatever it costs. We commit ourselves to whatever it costs to serve our city. Lord, we are for the city. We are for the city. This facility is for the city. And Lord, we don't just dedicate it, we dedicate ourselves. We dedicate ourselves to be for the city. Lord, we give it to you. We ask you now, Lord, bring in the resources that, that are needed to transform this facility into the dream and the vision that you've given to us.
We ask you now, release the resources now in Jesus' name. Release the resources now in Jesus' name. For your glory, for your purpose, and unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. When we first began to try to launch this church, we searched for months and months and months to find somewhere in this area that we could rent. And we would get into conversations and the moment they found out we were a church, they would tell us, no, I'm sorry, we're not interested in renting to you. We went to hotel, to hotel, to hotel to ask, can we rent your room? They would say, no. We went to building, to building, to building, can we rent your conferencing space? They would say, no. Eventually we asked, why? Why are you not renting to us? And they said, you know what? The churches, we can't trust them. They'll, they'll rent from us and then they'll not pay. Or they'll rent from us and they'll tear up our stuff and then they'll not pay to fix it. That was the reputation. You know what it says to me? What it says to me is that's a church that's not for the city. That's a church that the city has learned is not there to give, but to take. I believe God has called North Place Church to change that, that mentality and that mindset. I believe God has called us to be the kind of church that says to this city, we are here for you. We are not here to take. Every time we come to a businessman, we're not here to say, oh, give us a discount because we're a church or give it to us for free because we're the church. God has called us to change the reputation. He's called us to change the posture. He's called us to be the kind of people, the kind of organization, the kind of church that the city says, they're here to bless us. They're here to prosper us. That's the vision, that's the dream. And that's why we're building this facility. We're remodeling this facility, not just for us, but for the city, because we're here to bless the city. And you know what? You may have heard that and said, no, that was the devil trying to keep us out. That was the devil trying to keep us from having a place. Well, you know what, guys, look around. The devil can't stop what God's doing. God has provided. One more time, one more time, can we just give him praise and say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 